This is the story of the United Federated Organization ship Slop, as it and its crew of contentious cosmonauts blunder aimlessly through the reaches of intergalactic, interstellar, and interlocutory space. It's five-year mission to go where no man has bothered to go before. As our story opens, we find the UFO sloth beginning its 223rd consecutive orbit around the intergalactic telephone-switching planet, Centrex 5, a planet as devoid of life as the sloth is devoid of a mission. Suffering from near-terminal boredom, the crew is following their usual pastime of making trouble for each other. Captain James T. Clerk is dozing in his command throne. Captain's log... Stardate 6972.11. Where's it 12? Spook, what's the date? As near as I can calculate, the stardate is 6972.11378462. Round it off, Spook. Round it off? The 12th, Jim. Right. The 12th. First Officer Mr. Spook is reading the latest copy of Not So Far, a sex magazine from his home planet, Hephaestia. This is a matter that uh, causes a great deal of embarrassment to m myself and my family. Nurse Chapel is trying to figure out some method of getting Mr. Spook to trade the magazine in for her. I'd do anything for Mr. Spook. Chief Engineer Sterling Bronson is nursing a horrendous hangover. Oh, my head. And in sickbay, Dr. Femur is maltreating Chief Navigator Vladimir Tolstoy who is suffering from extreme dizziness caused by plotting 222 consecutive orbits around Centrex 5. I'm worried dizzy. What do you think? Just because this is the 25th century, we got a cure for everything? The only intelligent activity on board centers around Chief Communications Officer Lieutenant O'Hara. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's an interesting one. Sure, sir. I'm intercepting a transmission from the UFO Dog Hammarskjöld at Starbase Command. Following the Starfleet Prime Directive to butt in whenever possible, the Dag Hammarskjöld's mission had been to make contact with a newly discovered race of aliens called the Romulans, a race which is apparently interminably intoxicated. While attending a diplomatic party on the Romulan home planet... We didn't get invited. The Dag Hammarskjöld and ten other Starfleet ships discover something unpleasant about the method the Romulans use to stay drunk. The crew has all been turned into little round containers of scotch, sir. Huh? And since the sloth is the only ship remaining in that space sector, Captain Clerk smells a mission. O'Hara, will you get off the communication lines? I'm expecting an important message from Starfleet. Keep your shirt on, Captain. It's coming in now. I have a collect person-to-person -person call for Captain James P. Clark. Speaking. Will you accept the charges? Yes, 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 of course. Thank you. You may go ahead, sir. Have a good day. Captain Clark, the Remelons have developed a new and horrible weapon capable of turning our fine fighting men into, um... Scotch. I know, I know, and our mission is to complete contact with the Romulans, find a way to neutralize this horrible new weapon, and make the galaxy safe for everybody! Well, actually, your mission is to complete the negotiations with the Romulan Empire. 
No matter what. What? Well, you see, the dear Gamarshold had already made contact with the Remilands and had begun the negotiations. However, the Remilands seem to have a strange way of conducting diplomatic talks. It appears that you have to uh, drink their ambassador uh, under the table, so to speak. Oh. Hmm. Bronson, report to the bridge. Now, uh, as far as we know, the negotiations were going along fine, and then suddenly, poof! Scotch City, Captain Clark. It has now fallen on your shoulders to represent the United Federated Organization of Planets in our dealings with these Ramillans. In other words, we have to outdrink some alien boozer? That's about it. Got it. No problem. Bronson, report to the bridge. Will somebody oil that door? Commander Sterling Brunson, Chief Engineer of the UFO Sloth, and the only man in Starfleet Command capable of fixing a standard food synthesizer to the still pure scotch. <laughs> Reporting for duty, sir. Bronson, you're drunk. Aye, sir. But you can't be drunk, not now. Why, sir? Dr. Fema, report to the bridge. Ivan, report to the bridge. What I have this whole expensive intercom set up here for? I don't make house calls. Now, what's your problem? It's Bronson. He's drunk. So, what else is new? Ever since he fiddled with my food synthesizer down here and got it to spit out scotch, what do you expect? Dr. Femur, you have to sober him up immediately. Why? So he can go out and get drunk again? Exactly. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm coming up there. Spook. You're my science officer. I know that, sir. Don't interrupt. Yes, sir. We are about to go on a very dangerous mission, Spook, and I'm counting on you. I want all your input, all your scientific knowledge. Even if your hunches are illogical, I want to know about it. Even if your hunches are stupid, I want to know about it. Do you understand? I think I can grasp that, Jim. Is there anything in particular you'd like to know? Yes. Who or what are the Romulans? I was afraid you would ask that, Jim. Actually, this is a little-known fact in the galaxy, but the Romulans are actually ancient offshoots, or rather, outcasts from the, uh, What? A Hephaestian race. You mean they're related to you? Well, uh, yes, uh, sort of. Uh, very distantly, sir. Extremely distantly. This is a matter that uh, causes a great deal of embarrassment to m myself and my family, but you see, it's uh, uh, actually... All right, Spook, distantly. You see, sir, thousands and thousands of years ago, my planet Hephaestia was on the brink of disaster. Our emotions were running rampant and we were destroying ourselves. Wait a minute, Spook. You always told me Hephaestians have no emotions. Well, it's a little secret we try to keep to ourselves, but we do have emotions. We just can't control them. It was not uncommon in ancient Hephaestia to hear entire groups of people laughing themselves to death. Have you ever seen someone literally cry their eyes out? Uh, uh, well, well, no, Spook, but, uh... It's not a very pretty sight. These were everyday occurrences on my planet. We realize that we have to totally suppress our emotions or die. Over the generations, we have improved and developed our philosophy of total logic to the point we stand at today. That's all very inspiring, Spook. Mm-hmm. What the hell's it got to do with the Romulans? I was getting to that, Jim. You see, when my people decided to embrace the philosophy of total logic those many years ago, most segments of the Hephaestian society went along quite readily. Except for one. Uh, those Hephaestians who were known to chronically imbibe uh, various compounds consisting primarily of ethyl alcohol derivatives. You mean the drunks? 
Yes, Jim, the drunks. Drunk, sir? No, thank you, sir. I already am, sir. Bronson, shut up. Shut up, sir. Yes, sir. And sit down. You're making me dizzy weaving like that. Aye, sir. Shut up, sir. Sit down, sir. Now, let me get this straight. The only Hephaestians who wouldn't adopt your philosophy of total logic were the drunks. Yes, Jim. That's very nice, Spook. I still don't know who the Romulans are. They are. Who are? The drunks, Jim. You see, when we realized the uh, drunks would always resist our way of life, we simply relocated them to a remote planet in this sector of the galaxy. We gave them ample supplies and equipment for them to take care of all their needs, and we've had no contact with them for over a thousand years. Here, I brought you back your navigator so as not to completely waste our trip. Here's your dizzy, so where's your drunk? I'm very dizzy. Bronson, wake up! Aye, uh, uh, sir! Wake up, sir! Sit down, sir! Shut up, sir! Dr. Femur, you've got to sober this man up. Why? So he can go get drunk. Oy vey. I thought it was that Fakakta intercom that was on the fritz. I was wrong. It's you that's on the fritz. Oops, I'm very sorry, Bronson. That's okay, laddie. Just tell me. Which one is the real Tolstoy? You know something, Bronson? You are the only thing in this room that's not going round and round. That's because you are both weaving in sync. Now will you both shut up and sit down? Aye, sir. sir. Sit, sit down, down sir. sir. Shut sit up, down. sir. Look, Femur, I don't have time to explain. Just sober Bronson up right now. The fate of the galaxy may depend on that man. <coughs> the galaxy is doomed. What? You mean you can't sober him up? I can make him coffee. That's what I can do. What do you think? Just because this is the 25th century, we got a cure for everything? Coffee. Give him some coffee. Walk him around a little. For this, I came all the way up here, exhausting myself. I'm a doctor, not a deli owner. Gee, look. Come on, Bronson. I'll take you down to sick bay. I'll make you a nice cup of coffee. Maybe we can dig up our little Danish. Oh! Tolstoy, Tolstoy, plot a course for the Romulan home planet. Is it straight line, sir? Yes, Tolstoy. Plot a direct straight line course to the Romulan home planet, please. Aye, aye, Captain. Tell me, Mr. Spook, have the Romulans always been this hostile? Actually, no, Captain. They were emotional, but never hostile. As a group, they could get boisterous, gregarious, Loud, noisy, rude, disruptive, obnoxious, cantankerous. I get the point, Mr. Spook. They acted like drunks. But never hostile. I am quite frankly at a loss to explain their current behavior. Well, Spook, this is a crucial question. One which we have got to find an answer to. Here, I brought back the man who's going to save the galaxy. Oh, my hands. Yeah, I gave him a whopping shot of caffeinophene. It's supposed to be the equivalent of over 27 cups of coffee. Uh, fine, Femur, fine. Oh, Femur, I need a little drink. No, they want you sober, you're going to stay sober. So Please. listen, Spook, no, what would turn no, a race no, of normally no, boisterous, no, gregarious, no, loud, no, noisy... Don't forget rude, disruptive. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, rude, disruptive. Come on, Femur, just a little hair of the dog, me laddie. You can eat fur balls for all I care. No would you two mind holding it down over there? Now, where were we, Spook? Disruptive. Ah, yes, disruptive. Yet essentially harmless bunch of drunks suddenly turn into an aggressive, hostile, dangerous race of beings capable of turning an entire galaxy into little round containers of scotch. Not did it! I'll kill you, you evil little monster! Bronson, Femur, will you two stop it? I'll stop you, then I should stop getting my neck choked? Sure, glad to. Get this machine away from me. Bronson, Bronson, stop that. Relax, Femur. Femur, it's all right. Stop. I take it you got Bronson sobered up? 
Yeah, he's as sober as he's gonna get. Now, explain this to me simple. How is this going to save the galaxy? Actually, it's simple, Dr. Femur. In order to fulfill our mission, we have to outdrink a group of potentially dangerous aliens. And Bronson's the only man on this ship capable of drinking that much. And staying conscious, Doctor. Wait a minute, let me get this straight. You want to outdrink someone? Right. Then you want someone to drink a lot, not get drunk. Right. What? Doctor, it is only logical to assume that when one drinks a great deal, one will become intoxicated. Logic, schmagic. I just give him a pill. What? A pill. A pill. This is the 25th century. You think we invented nothing? I said we had a hard time making people sober, not keeping them that way. I just give them a sober all. Sober all? Yes, sober all. It's brand new. Just came out. I got a couple samples down in Sigbay. It's a tiny pill. You swallow it, it becomes a big pill. Absorbs a thousand times its weight in alcohol. Great stuff. Just what you need. It'll be perfect, even for you. Me? Actually, yes, Captain. With the aid of Dr. Fema's medication, anyone on the ship should be able to ingest more than a sufficient amount of alcohol to outdrink anyone, even the Romulan emissaries. And it would be more logical for you and me to conduct negotiations sober than to have Chief Engineer Bronson conduct them drunk. You know, you have a point there, Spook. I always do, sir. Femur, quick! Run down to sickbay, get some of those sober alls, and come back up here immediately. Lieutenant O'Hara, contact... God, run. What is this thing you got with running? You run. You run the pills. Get out of my way. Hello, sickbay. Hello, Nurse Temple. Can you hear me? Yes? This is Dr. Femur. Yes? You know those new pills we just got in? Those sober alls? Skip the commercial, darling. You know where they are down there? Yeah. Well, we need some up here. Right away. How many is some? Some, a couple. Four or five. Enough for the captain and Mr. Spook. says he and the captain have to drink a lot and not get drunk so they can save the galaxy. If that makes no sense to you, that's okay because it makes no sense to me. Now, bring up the pills. Yes, Doctor. Let's see. Soberalls. Soberalls. Now, where did I put those pills? Oh, here they are. No, here they're not. Here they are. You know... Spook didn't take the overalls. He'd probably get tanked. No, no. He's the first officer and he's going on an important mission. But Spook might loosen up a little if he was a little tipsy. <laughs> no, no, the whole galaxy may depend on my Spooky. But a chance like this comes along only once in a lifetime. What's more important, the fate of a galaxy? Or a hot date with Mr. Spook. Hello down there, Nurse Temple. Are you there? Huh? Oh, yes, Dr. Femur. Well, you're supposed to be up here with my pills. Now step on it. Coming, Doctor. 
Please to excuse me, sir, but we are approaching the Romulan home planet. Positive confirmation, Tolstoy? Aye, sir, you cannot miss it. It is the only planet in this solar system that weaves like up down. That's the one, Tolstoy. Put us in a parking orbit over the capital city. I was afraid of that. Lieutenant O'Hara, contact the Romulan ambassador. Inform them that myself and my first officer will personally conduct the negotiations. I already did, sir. Oh, what did they say? They said, I'll drink to that, sir. Hmm, sounds like they've already started negotiating. What is Nurse Temple with those pills? Right here, sir. Oh, oh thank you, Nurse Temple. I'd do anything for Mr. Spook. Oh, yes, indeed. Lieutenant O'Hara, inform the Romulans we are beaming down. Bronson, you have the con. Uh, what did you say, sir? I said you have the command. Oh, uh, thank you, sir. Femur, I command you to give me my hip flask. No. Yes. I wouldn't. Yes. I uh, Captain, Mr. Bronson seems to be having difficulty commanding his own faculties. I'm not sure he should command a starship. You know, I think you're right, Spook. Dr. Femur! Yes? You're in command! I command somebody should get this nut off me! Bronson, stop that immediately! Now, come on, Mr. Spook. Wait a minute! You think you're leaving me here with him? Aye, it is a wonderful time we'll be having together, too, Ladem. Well, he can't go with us, Femur. We have to go and drink. Drink? I'll go. I'll go, sir. You're darn right he'll go. You put me in command? Fine. Either you take him with you, or I'll command someone to stuff him in a photon torpedo tube. We are running short of time, Captain, and Mr. Bronson may be of some use to us. After all, he is more intimately acquainted with the specifics of, as you humans call it, getting bagged. Oh, all right, Spook. I guess you're right. Come on, Bronson. Lieutenant O'Hara, inform the transporter room we're on our way. Ahoy, transporter room. In a few seconds, your elevator door will open and the captain, Mr. Oh, Spook, and Mr. Silly, Bronson will walk out and tell you to beam got. them down. Yeoman, prepare to beam oh, down. Oh, no. Why they couldn't oh, simply you. tell you themselves is beyond me. Now, prepare to... I mean, it's not as if I don't have better... That'll be enough, Lieutenant. Than... Thank you. Ready to beam down, Spook? Aye, sir. Bronson? Aye, sir. Energize. That's one small Wow, I love to watch these guys do that. Uh, hello, uh, I'm Captain James P. Clark. Uh, of the United Federated Organization Ship, the Sloth. Uh, this is my first officer, Mr. Spook, and Mr. Bronson. Hold on there, Bronson. Uh, uh, Spook. Yes, sir. Ah, uh, Spook, do you have those pills? Yes, sir. Good. Give me a double. Good idea, sir. Yes. Uh, uh, Mr. Bronson, uh, you know you can't take a drink until you uh, take your medicine. Oh, I don't need any of that, sir. I'll take it straight. Belay that, Bronson. Don't take that drink. Captain, I trust you know that it is against the law on our planet to forbid a person to drink. Uh, yes. Well, uh, you see, uh, Mr. Bronson is our ch chief engineer, and uh, he has to uh, fix things. And uh, he, he can't fix things uh, when he's drunk. I'm a chief engineer. I'm drunk. And that can fix anything. I'll drink the water. Bronson! Bronson! Come on, Roddy. Let's go on and fix something. Bronson! Bronson! Oh, don't worry about them, Captain. 
alert. They'll have fun fixing things and we can negotiate. Have a drink? Uh, thank you. You too. Thank you. Okay, gentlemen, the rules of negotiation are simple. You tell us what you want and we tell you what we want. And we drink. The last one conscious gets what he wants. You too. Who too? Oh, uh, me too. All right, yes. Now, to begin, we will tell you what we want. You see, about six months ago, a great tragedy struck the Romuland Empire. We ran out of booze. Captain, have you ever had a hangover after a thousand-year bender? Captain, we want that this should never happen again. To our health, you too. Uh, right, uh, cheers, Spook. Up yours, sir. What? That's an old Hephaestian toast. Yeah, of right. course, since our scientists invented our scotch gun, sobriety has been the least of our problems. Shalom. Uh, uh, skull, uh... Our real problem is that our scotch gun only works on humans, and we're all out of humans. That's why we want your ship. My, my ship? My of ship? Of your ship. What do you think I mean? I already got all the other ships. My ship? You see, the problem is that even though we got all those starships up there... My ship? Nobody down here is willing to stay sober long enough to run them. My ship? And we already turned all the humans up there into scotch. My ship? So this time, we're gonna get smart. We're gonna keep you and, as you say, the essential personnel alive to run those ships. And the rest of your crew will be scotched, so to speak. <laughs> Get it? Scotched? My ship? You want my ship? Never! You'll never take my ship! Never! Never! And do you want to know why? No. I'll tell you why! Because it's my ship! That's why! My ship! Mine! 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 I'll fight you. I'll defend my ship to the death. My crew will defend my ship to the death. Tell them, Spook. Tell them we'll defend her to the death. My ship. My ship. My ship. You and that damn ship. You know something, Jim? If you aren't blathering on about your ship and you're asking me some stupid question. What's the date, Spook? What time is it, Spook? Are my shoes tied, Spook? How come I never get any dates, Spook? You know, you only talk to me when you want to know something. Spook, what's the matter with Just you? One. I, I like to hear someone say, hiya, Spooky, how's tricks? But no, not you, not anyone. And you want to know why? I know why. Spook. You're drunk. I'll tell you why. It's because I'm dull. Hey, That's dull. right, dull. He's dull. He's dull. I'll drink to that. All her Hephaestians are dull. Do you hear me? He's dull, dull, dull. Spook, Spook, listen to me. You've got to snap out of it, man. You're drunk. You're damn right I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I, I'm still dull. Oh, I don't feel uh, good. Excuse me a moment, um, uh, Mr. Ambassador. I'll, I'll, I'll get right back to you. Clerk to sloth. Clerk to sloth. Dr. Femur, come in. Hello, Gail. Femur here. Femur, just what the hell is going on down here? How the hell should I know? You called me. Femur, those pills of yours don't work. Spook what? is swacked. 
Listen, Femur, listen. You've got to find out what's wrong. If those pills aren't working, that means that I'll be getting drunk too. Any minute now. I, I mean, any minute now. So soon, soon. Femur, Femur, I can't get drunk. I can't get drunk, Femur, I can't. I have, I have to save my ship. I have to save my shippy whippy. Do you hear me, Femur? My, my shippy whippy. Please, Bay, hang on. I'll get right back to you. Tolstoy, give me Bronson's hip flask and one of those sober rolls. I want to see something here. Aye, aye, sir. What is it, doctor? Oh. It's a highball, that's what it is. I got a scotch and soda here. These aren't sober rolls. These are salsa pills. Nurse Temple. Yes? Do you remember when I asked you to bring me those sober rolls? Did you bring me salsa pills? Well, you just don't understand, Dr. Femur. A woman has needs. She needs to feel strong arms around her shoulders, fingers gently stroking her hair, a passionate kiss in the dark. A woman needs love, Doctor. A woman needs... Wait! Stop! Any minute you're gonna break into a song. What the hell does this have to do with salsa pills? It has to do with love, Doctor. Love is everything. You love consuming salsa pills? No! I love Mr. Spook! You love Spook consuming salsa pills? Forever and ever! I'm getting a headache. You see, Doctor, I had a date with my Spooky tonight. And while I love my Spooky, he's a really dull date. He never drinks, he never eats, he never laughs, he never cries, he never talks. And he I get the point, Nurse Temple. So I just thought that if I switched the pills, my Spooky might loosen up a little. I thought that if I got Spooky a little drunk, why, he might laugh. I thought that if I got him a lot drunk, he might talk. I thought that if I got him really cloudy, he might... Well, what you got is two men sitting crying about how dull life is on their shippy-whippy. Lieutenant O'Hara, get me the captain. Yes, sir. Hello, Captain. Cap Hello, Captain Clerk. Hello, Captain Clerk. Hello. Hiya, Femur, old buddy, old pal. Have you saved my shippy-rippy yet? Jim, listen to me. I got good news, I got bad news. The good news is that those soberalls work. The bad news is that you didn't get any. You're drunk. If you say so. You're the doctor. Listen, I'm sending down some caffeinophene to sober you up. Hang on for a few more minutes. Captain! Captain! I am afraid that both your captain and your first officer are uh, asleep. And by the sacred laws of the Romulan Empire, I declare this negotiating session over. And I further declare both the crew and the ship called the UFO Sloth official property of the Romulans. You and your crew will remain on board the Sloth, while the other crew will report to your transporter room for beam down within the hour. We are running low on scotch. That is all. Wait a minute. That may be all for you, but I got a few things to say to that. This is barbaric. 
You are barbaric. Do you hear me? You're nuts. Me sugar. Disgusting. How can you justify running through the galaxy, wiping out entire civilizations, eliminating whole cultures just to stock a liquor cabinet? That's sick. Do you hear me? You are a disgrace. A disgrace to every living sentient being in this entire galaxy. So sue us. We'll see your crew in an hour. Hello? 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 You have a real way with people, don't you, Doctor? So sue me! I'm a doctor, not a diplomat! Hello, Nurse Temple! Yeah? Quick, bring me up some caffeinophene. No, wait a minute. Never mind, I'll get him myself. O'Hara, get on the phone to the ambassador and stall him. Be nice, keep him talking. I'll be right back. I'll do my best, Doctor. Ahoy down there, Mr. Ambassador. Can you hear me? Who is this? This is Lieutenant O'Hara, sir, the communications officer. A woman? Of course a woman, you heathen. Uh, <clears throat> yes, sir, you're, you're right, sir, about that. A woman, that I am. Now, we was wondering... I do not deal with women. Why, you little... <sighs> yes, indeed. <clears throat> well, sir... If you can just hang on a second, Dr. Femer, a man, will be right with you. In the meantime, we was wondering, uh, well, uh, just where will you be wanting us to fly to? I mean, uh, our navigator needs some time to, you know, make up the coordinates and that sort of thing. Hmm, I never thought of that. Sure, tell him to set a course for our nearest neighbor, Erin Five. Erin Five. Why, that's my home planet. I was born and raised on Erin 5. No, you ignorant barbarian. So if you think I'm letting you besotted bozos get anywhere near the planet of me dear mother and father, you got another thing coming. And just what are you going to do about it? You are a mere woman. Mere woman! Mere woman! That did it! I'll show you filthy Saxons what a mere Woman can do yet, Okay, I got the pills. Now we wait. Wait a minute. Where are you going? I'll not see the flower of Irish people be turning to heathen touch. What the hell does that mean? Tolstoy, what's going on here? I'm not, not sure, Dr. Femer. One minute, Lieutenant O'Hara was talking with Romil and the ambassador, and then the next she was shouting something about not letting these besotted bozos get anywhere near the flowers of her dear mother and father, sir. And she left. I think she's going to beam down to the planet, sir. She can't! I don't think you can stop her, sir. But stop! I wanted to take down these pills! Hello, transporter room! Yes? This is Dr. Femer. Under no circumstances, let Lieutenant O'Hara beam down until she reports to me on the bridge because... Out of my way, I have definitely got a headache. Five. That planet is Erin Five, the planet of me birth. 
and you have no right to turn all those dear sweet people into heathen scotch. Whoa, we have every right. We negotiated fair and square, and we won. Well, in that case, we're going to reopen negotiations. Give me a glass. The negotiations are over, and we won. Oh, come now, Mr. Ambassador. Surely it wouldn't hurt you to give a poor lass a chance to save the land of her dear mother and father, would it? The negotiations are over, and we won. You're not saying that you're afraid of being out drunk by a mere woman now, are you? That will be the day. <laughs> woman, you have challenged the Romyland honor. Ask brought a glass. A glass. A glass. Ask brought a glass. All right. I'd like to start out with a little toast. To the home of me ancestors. I'll drink that. <laughs> Get it? I'll drink that. <laughs> to the UFO Dag Hammer Show. To the UFO Barry Fitzgerald. To Irish whiskey. To John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara. To kissing the Blarney Stone. Over the lips, past the gums. Look out, stomach, here it comes. To St. Patrick's Day. Parade. Uh, here's one for Mr. Spook. It better be dull, Lieutenant O'Hara. Do you know I'm dull? Yes, yes, you certainly are dull. By the by, you haven't seen the captain. Oh, no, no, as a matter of fact, you're, you're sitting on Oh, so I am. Sleeping Beauty. You've been here for two days, all safe and snug in your shippy vippy. Two days? Ship bag? What? Yeah, two days. Boy, did you tie one on. Tie one on? Oh, wait. I, I remember. 
The ambassador. The pill. Spook. Yes, Jim. Spook. You you were drunk. Nonsense, Captain. Well, it's true that we did consume large quantities of ethyl compounds without the protective benefits of Dr. Fema's patent medicine. Now, wait a minute. In any case, I at no time became as intoxicated as a human would. Right. You only slept a day and a half. You see, Captain, my Hephaestian physiology is essentially the same as that of the Romulans. The reason that they can consume such large amounts of alcohol is that they, uh, we have two stomachs. Two stomachs? Yes, Jim. One is located in our abdomen. Where's the other? In your head? Doctor, has anyone ever told you that you're a wit? Yeah, sure, lots of times. Well, they're only half correct. Now listen, you... As I was saying, Jim, one stomach is located in the abdomen. The other is located parallel to the anterior region of the left thigh. You have a stomach in your left thigh? Precisely. Spook, you're trying to tell me... You have a hollow leg? Euphemistically speaking, yes, Jim. You see, the water on my planet Hephaestia is, as you humans call it, the pits. Our second stomach serves as a filter and fluid purifier. So as you can see, I was in little danger of suffering any negative effects from the alcohol. Sure, you were just sitting under a table, crying about being dull for kicks. I'll tell you something, Spook. For a Hephaestian, you're a real cheap date. Cheap date. We had a wonderful time last night. Nurse, don't you have to give someone a shot? Why, Spooky was warm and friendly. That's quite enough, nurse. He laughed. He cried. That's all, Nurse Temple. You're dismissed. Why, we even... Time to go, nurse. The captain needs his rest. I love it when you're masterful. Wait a minute, Femur. What... What about the ambassador? The, the negotiation? Relax, relax. It's all been taken care of. Wow, that means then I did it. Even though I was drunk, I did it. You didn't do it. I didn't. You didn't. Then what did I do? Do? You slipped into a coma. I didn't. You did. I did? Sure did. Oh, my head. But wait, if I didn't defeat the ambassador, who did? O'Hara. Lieutenant O'Hara? Yeah, Lieutenant O'Hara. You know about your height, red hair, shouts a lot, talks with a funny accent. You mean to say Lieutenant O'Hara actually drank the ambassador under the table? Oh, boy. She not only drank the ambassador under the table, she put away the entire diplomatic party, not to mention a couple of dozen passers-by she dragged in off the street. But I don't understand, Femur. Mr. Spook had his Aphastian physiology to protect him, and he failed. Why did... Physiology, smizziology. Listen... I'll tell you, Lieutenant O'Hara has one thing going for her that a dozen Hephaestian stomachs couldn't beat. What's that? She's Irish. I never thought of that. You never do. But wait a minute. Even if we did, I'll drink the ambassador. When they wake up... Oh, hi, Bronson. When they wake up, they'll still have the capability of turning us all into scotch. We have to neutralize that weapon. We already did. We did? Well, actually, I did, Cotton. You did, but Bronson? I sir. But but the last time I saw you, Bronson, you you you, you were going off with the Romulan chief engineer. To the fix things, I sir. And fix things we did. Oh, we fixed a lot of things. We fixed a martini mixer, mixed a martini, had a toast. We fixed a Manhattan blender, blended a Manhattan, had a toast. We fixed a screwdriver mixer, and then we I had. I get the drift, Mr. Bronson. What's it got to do with the Scotch gun? Oh, well, you see, sir. We were having a grand time fixing and drinking and drinking and fixing until we got to the broken, rusty nail shaker. What happened? Couldn't you fix it? Oh, no, sir. We fixed it just fine. It was just then that we ran out of scotch. Oh. 
and I was the only human being in the room, sir. Oh. I do not mind telling you, sir, things didn't look too good there for a while. I was seconds away from becoming a Rob Roy. Have you ever noticed, Captain, in all the time we were down on that planet, you never saw a Romulan lassie? Frozen, what happened? Oh. Well, I noticed that I was standing next to what looked like a standard food synthesizer. So I just modified it so that it would synthesize scotch. Aye, sir. Single malt scotch. The Romulans were so impressed, they made me an even trade. I showed them how to modify their food synthesizers, and they gave me their scotch gun. You're kidding. Oh, no, sir. I got it right here. Don't, Don't point that thing! Yeesh! What are you, a sugar or something? You could turn somebody into a Mai Tai with that thing. Yee, needn't worry, Femur. You cannot make scotch out of sour grapes. Listen, you kilted cockamamie. Femur, Bronson, stop it! How can you fight? Don't you see? We won! I did it! I saved the galaxy! I completed my mission, and all is good and well in the universe! Aye. Well, not all, Captain. Not all? What? What's wrong? It's Lieutenant O'Hara, sir. She hasn't stopped uh, negotiating since she came back from the Romulan planet. So? Well, she's locked herself in the Intership Officers Club, sir, and she's taken control of the ship's PA system. Uh, listen! She's been singing those awful Irish drinking songs for two days now, sir. I don't think the crew can stand much matter, sir. Oh, my head. victory and hungover in success the ufo sloth speeds off to a well-earned rest around centrex five <laughs> as we end yet another adventure of sterling bronson space engineer Bronson, Space Engineer, or Star Trek The Parody, is copyrighted 1981 by Interaudio Associates. Any infringement, unauthorized reproduction, or fiddling around with this cassette will result in a long and costly court battle! Which we will win. Mm -hmm.